1: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
0: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Tommy Dreamer and I continue our top stories of 2020 in the world of pro wrestling. Listen... There were some bright moments, but obviously a lot of lows and down notes when it comes to the world of pro wrestling in 2020. We do our best to cover the entire year right now on the Busted Open podcast. Talking about the biggest stories in pro wrestling in 2020, and Tommy, probably one of those top stories this year was the big return that we You're saw. You're
1: right, Dave. The big return of my hair, my bald spot is gone. I have no clue what happened. Coronavirus has been like my own personal Rogaine and my hair is back, baby. It's 1995 through 98. There's no more bald spot. I'm back. I'm going to jump off the side of my house into a snowbank and get slammed by somebody because my hair is back, baby. Big story. Let's talk more about it.
0: All right. Well, uh, no, Um, I'm not talking about the hair. We could at another time talk about the two ponytails that you have hanging from the back of your head, Tommy, and they do look handsome. I am very, very jealous. But no, I am talking about the return of the icon Sting in AEW. That
1: return. Yeah, I mean, no, it was amazing, man. Sting's return. Totally out of nowhere. The best I keep on, you know, me as well as you, I try to find a silver lining during these times. A lot of spoilers don't get leaked um, uh, for impact wrestling. We're shooting weeks, sometimes months of television and people don't know what's going on. I didn't even know what's going on when Don Callis and Kenny Omega, because, and, and I, we try to educate the fans here, where there's holes left in shows where I have no clue what's going on. With Sting's return, there wasn't a hint. There was no inkling of it when he showed up. A magical pop. I wish more fans were in attendance. Those that were there, wow, they got to be a part of something special.
0: Yeah, and, you know, again, when it comes to Sting, um, for years he avoided the WWE you know you know once uh WCW was gone everyone expected him to go to the WWE that did not happen um he wanted to protect it he saw what was happening with a lot of WCW wrestlers going to the WWE he wanted to protect the 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 mystique of Sting and he opted to go with TNA. And he was with TNA for a long time. TNA Hall of Famer had some extremely memorable matches in TNA as well. Um, but finally made the move to the WWE. Uh, Had the big match at WrestleMania 31 that, Tommy, if you remember not too long ago, uh, I broke a glass here in my office because we talked about just the the pure stupidity of having it be uh, DX versus the NWO and the NWO helping Sting don't even go there. Let's not even get into that. But having Sting lose to Triple H at WrestleMania 31 in the middle of the afternoon made absolutely no sense, but I digress. Obviously, his career in the WWE did not end the way he wanted to um, in that match with Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. And he went into the Hall of Fame. He retired at the Hall of Fame. But as we know, those retirements don't last long. And I'm glad to see that he is going to go out uh, on his own He's going to go out as the way a legend should. And most likely it looks like Tommy, he's going to go out putting somebody over a young talent over. And I think that's going to happen within the walls of AEW
1: sting. Great documentary. You and I've discussed it. Didn't get enough attention. An amazing documentary on the WWE network about sting. I hopefully it's Mm. still there unless they took it all down, but great documentary on sting. Getting hurt, it was awesome. Uh, Two, uh, Sting was part of WCW, so was the NWO, so that made total logical sense. And then for Triple H to show up later in a suit two matches later, it made all the sense in the world, David. Don't get me started, Uh,
0: Tommy, (laughs) please. Fucking a, man! Like seriously, like can you sell the match a little bit, Triple H? We got to see you in 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 the in the ring twenty minutes later with Stephanie to to put over Ronda Rousey and The Rock. How about putting over Sting in the match you just had? You know, at his debut at WrestleMania, could you do that? It the fucking be- NWO helping out Sting? Are you kidding me right now?
1: I mean, for a year, he just had to make that decision till he finally came down from the rafters and made that decision.
0: But You know what? I Pat McAfee sells better than Triple H does. Sham! Sham! Calm
1: down. This is a fun show. We're fun. Ha ha. I love riling you up. Three, Sting's return to AEW, and then them immediately announcing that he signed a long-term deal to then saying, hey, he's going to speak next week. They've left it a big question mark of why he's here. Kudos to AEW and kudos to Sting. The t-shirts were set a record for pro wrestling tees. Yep. Which shows that there's still interest in a man called Sting His who's he going to wrestle Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes. the list goes on and on him being back with Shivani, was that great emotional connection all good things and nothing but praise for sting except for the fact that he has glacier's old entrance besides that i love everything
0: (laughs) it's that's true uh happening at winter is coming uh sting uh tommy and this is happening like you mentioned during the pandemic um they were able to make that seem much bigger than it really was as far as like fans in attendance. There was around a thousand fans spread out at, at Daly's place in Jacksonville, but you you hearing the emotion from that crowd, there could have been 15,000 fans in attendance. And and, and again, unlike some of the returns that we've seen in the history of pro wrestling, I do believe this is going to take you know, Darby Allen to another level. Uh, we saw it with Jericho and Orange Cassidy where Jericho took Orange Cassidy and Orange Cassidy was no longer just a gimmick, but somebody that could be a main eventer. That's going to happen with Darby Allen because of Sting.
1: Absolutely. I actually look forward to them wrestling, maybe tagging. There's a whole lot of places you go. I also look for him and Cody because remember Cody was a little kid. Uh, and Cody's told the story about um, his father holding him back when they were leaving the building because Sting was leaving the building. And Sting let Sting get that ovation because he was Sting. And then Dusty walked down because he was Dusty. But th- there's a lot of backstory to be told there. Hey, even the cable network of TNT put over the fact that Sting hasn't been part of that family in a long time. It was big news. Good things to come, I feel, with Sting. And like you said, I think he's going to, I, you can never say go off to, you know, retire since they said he signed a multi-year deal. So multi-year is usually two to three, but kudos that he's back. I look forward to it. Big Sting fan, The the character, the man, the myth, the legend. And he's the only wrestler that can make it snow in Florida. He is a modern day Santa Claus in professional wrestling.
0: Yeah, I agree. He looks great, too. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in the ring. And I think more importantly, Tommy, is that he'll be able to go out on his own terms. You never want to see anybody leave, you know, due to injury. You you know, a Hall of Fame career, you don't want to see it due to injury. You know, we see it in the world of sports all the time. You know, you like to see it like a Peyton Manning, you know, him walk out after winning a Super Bowl. You know, you don't want to see it like – like somebody like a Joe Montana, where he has to play for another team because, you know, hell, you know, San Francisco let him go because they went, they opted to go with Steve Young. You know, I think Sting is back where he belongs, you know, on TNT. Uh, th- this is the way that he should go out. And I'm glad that it's going to happen to hear Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone you know, talking about Sting. It, it's enough to give you go- goosebumps. And that's the way that this story of his career needs to end. And I think it's going to be done the right way with AEW.
1: You know, it's also funny, too, where not funny, but more blah. We on this show found out that Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, the first time ever was going to be at uh, whatever, the TLC. TLC. We, even though they were in the same company, though, The Undertaker wasn't The Undertaker. Um, we will never see Sting versus The Undertaker, ever. Two icons. We will never see them ever wrestle. Think of that.
0: Yeah, and, and it looked like that was going to happen, Tommy, at, at, at WrestleMania 27. It seemed like Sting was very, very close to signing and you know, opted to go uh, to stay with TNA. And uh, we never got to see that matchup at WrestleMania 27. And and then when he does go to the WWE, the, the match that they opted to go with at WrestleMania 31 was Sting and Triple H. Uh, and then they went with The Undertaker and Bray Wyatt. And, you know, again, that tells you that billionaires don't always make the right decisions. And we uh, WrestleMania 31 would be an example of that. But it is... Good to see Sting back in the world of pro wrestling. And I think that definitely was one of the biggest stories to come out in 2020. And Tommy, when we come back, another big story and a lot of talk here on Busted Open, a lot of arguing back and forth about this. And that is third party revenue in the world of the WWE. And we actually saw a casualty of it with Thea Trinidad. We'll get into that when Tommy and I are back right here. I'm busted open. Back to it Open, Dave LaGreca, Tommy Dreamer talking about the biggest moments in the world of pro wrestling in 2020, Tommy, and then we got to get into a big story that took place, and that is third-party revenue within the world of the WWE, the independent contractor uh, having restrictions when it comes to making revenue outside the world of the WWE, And we've seen that grow, especially in 2020 with Twitch and other uh, types of revenue. And unfortunately, there was a casualty from this in that world of the WWE. And that was, you know, Zelina Vega, uh, Thea Trinidad um, actually being let go from the WWE because of some of the things that she was doing third party outside the WWE.
1: Interesting, interesting times. I have known her for a long, long time. Very, very close with her. It'll be interesting in 2021 when her contract or the terms of her contract for, you have about a three-month grace period, which is around in February, mm-hmm. for what she has to say. Um, it brought up all, it became national news. There uh, what's the guy's name who was running for president and then backed out? I forgot his name. I apologize. Do you remember, oh, Dave?
0: Um, Andrew Yang.: There we go.
1: Sorry, Mr. Yang. Um, he talked about it. He talked about unfair labor practices. Um, when you go to the WWE, you basically sign everything away for that shot, that opportunity. For Thea, it paid off. She got to live her dream. WWE's argument was no one would be on your Twitch channel if it wasn't for the WWE. We made you famous. We made you that name. Um, It's interesting. And then you go the other, well, this is my real name as opposed to my, you know, she was under, I don't know what name she's under on Twitch. What I'm trying to say is there's a lot of outside revenue sources that of course the WWE wants to tap into from YouTube, from Twitch, from other streaming services. This could be a bigger deal that they're, you know, trying to amass. The fact that you can watch WWE programming and AEW on Twitch and Impact Wrestling on Twitch, you can watch hell first company to ever be on Twitch. House so of Hardcore, thank you very much. I was <laughs> a vision, I was a visionary. You were and got paid very, very well by them. What I'm trying to say is there's two sides to every story. The fact that SAG had gotten involved and the president of SAG was talking about, hey, this is unfair. I always say this, the business will change. It won't change in my career lifetime, but I feel it will change in my lifetime where, you know, with social media, with all that stuff, the fact that wrestlers don't get pensions, the fact that, you know, wrestlers were driving, an insane amount of you know hours uh, in a car after the show i would always say it was going to take a tragedy before people would realize you know what the wrestler goes through to perform uh, on a, a nightly basis and then it was you know whether you you know we can't get sag or you can't get aftra it's all these different things I think there's an even compromise. I don't think unionizing is the way to go, but there has to be a compromise and that compromise will come one day. We'll be talking about it. But the fact that that little girl, a little woman, she uh, packed a big, big punch, has remained silent and it's something to really, really look forward to when we're recapping 2021 because it could have big ramifications for the future. But the whole WWE saying you can't do third-party bookings, when you sign that contract, hey, you can't. And that's in a lot of, you know, deals. You know, you look at any other sports, you know, if your team is wearing a Nike, is sponsored by Nike, and you're wearing your own logo, or there was a big to-do about uh, a guy made a very, very famous catch, won the game, and he was wearing... This type of glove, but it couldn't get a sponsorship commercial deal because it wasn't the glove of the team. A lot of different, you know, things that you think you don't think of when you're signing that first contract, but it things that to think about going forward.
0: You know, it, I think this is going to be bring a light, and I think the one thing when it comes to Thea Trinidad, and you're right, she is uh, an amazing talent, Tommy. You know that better than anybody. Um, and, you know, she deserves to have championship gold around her waist. And I know that was a dream of hers for her dad because her dad who she lost at nine eleven you know, a, a big part of this dream was that it was his dream as well. And she wanted to do that for her father. And, um, she's somebody that's been pr- wrestling now, Tommy, for a decade. And she's so young, uh, just celebrated a birthday, but she's been around for 10 years. And, um, and I really thought this was her career going to that next level. Didn't work out that way, but we have not heard the last of Thea Trinidad. I think the best is yet to come with her for sure. Tommy, you know, it, whether whatever show or organization she finds her home with it, you, you, the best is yet to come from her for sure.
1: Absolutely. You know, if we're talking the, I would give her one of the MVPs of Raw for during the pandemic. She was one of the most entertaining things on television, uh, involved in multiple segments. There seemed to be something going on behind the scenes. And like I said, 2021 will be uh, a time for her to tell her story. If she chooses to, it'll be very, very interesting to see the career path that she takes. I can't speak nothing but praise for her. She was one of those people that I would, if my company blew up, I would have have her involved in everything that I would do. The woman could talk, the woman looks great, and the woman could wrestle. So kudos to her. She's doing her Twitch thing, follow her on social media, but I think we're going to see greater things to come for her in 2021 and beyond.
0: And I think really what she is going to do ultimately is kind of change the landscape here, which is going to be bigger than whatever she can accomplish in the ring, because it's really going to highlight what's going on here with this third party and, you know, being an independent contractor and everything else. I, this is a work in progress, Tommy. Um, the world when it comes to uh, social media and third party is ever changing and, and it's growing, especially during this pandemic more than ever. You know the use of a lot of these third-party revenue things. You know fans are closer to superstars than ever before, and and this is constantly, constantly uh, changing. And, and the money that the revenue that comes in could be even bigger than the money that the WWE could offer somebody. So they're going to have to change with the times, I believe, during this, or they're going to lose more talent. We spoke to Thunder Rosa. Tommy and Thunder Rosa is one of the, the bright spots of 2020. What Thunder Rosa has been able to accomplish. And to me, she's the the one of the wrestlers of the year. When you look back at, 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 2020, she said to us on busted open that if she was trying to find a home, she wouldn't even look to the WWE because of this third party stance that they have, because she makes a lot of revenue outside of pro wrestling because of her platforms outside of wrestling. And she doesn't want to have to give that up and the creativity and the freedom that it gives her. The WWE is going to have to really look at this and kind of change with the times, or they're going to find out a lot of talent, not signing with them because of that.
1: Dave, it's like I always say, there's two sides to every story. You think about you, you have created your own brand. You have, you know, you're established. But if you were 30 years ago or even 20 years ago, you getting hired by the WWE to be a radio person for the WWE and they wanted to call you by a different name and wanted to do all these other things with you to give you this bigger platform for later, you, they would be right. Look at a perfect example of Pat, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee has his own brand. Pat McAfee has his own gusto. All his, everything about him is different from the time he played in the NFL to then he shows up uh, doing just these you know little interview things. He's a wrestler slash I don't know what he is, but he also has a a popular show. You, WWE can't come after him, but those are things that either his agent or he has to negotiate. Well, I already have this. If they say we don't want you to have that you could say no I got offered a job to go back to WWE 2015 they told me I had to close my house a hardcore show company and I said why oh that's just what we want you to do and I said okay well what are you going to pay me for it or what why do I have to do it when hey at the time Doc Gallows he had a, a wrestling company Brian Myers had a wrestling company hell Seth Rollins still has a wrestling school is my company going to take down your company? And then I was, you know, I was like, well, what do you want me to do? I was like, Oh, whatever you want. Well, I, am I a wrestler? Am I behind the scenes? Oh, we'll work that out. But I knew the moment I signed my house, of hardcore dream would be over. And I didn't want to let go of that. If they approach me today, when I don't really have house of hardcore, I'd yeah. be like, yeah, maybe, but it's just different phases of my life. But I'm just using these as, as examples to the listeners where like Pat McAfee literally could say, Hey, WWE, no, thanks. I'm good. I have a very, very popular show or, Hey, I, I made a lot of money in the NFL. I'm good. I'll just come in and out. It, it, it's, it's different. But if this was Pat McAfee, uh, think of how many times when they say there's a new recruiting uh, people down in NXT and some are former NFL players that didn't make it. Yeah. And now they're trying to cut their teeth in the NFL. I mean, in in WWE, to get a job. They'll do whatever. And though they could have been stars, they're not stars. They're not broadcasters for the NFL. They're not doing anything. They're trying their hand at wrestling. It's, again, two sides to every story. But this is a story that could be enormous, just like Bully Ray's stomach in 2021.
0: Well, you said about it's different. And one thing that we saw different was with a certain pro wrestler Within the WWE, you talk about a complete change. We got that. And I'm talking about Roman Reigns. And we'll dive in to what he's been able to accomplish in 2020 when Tommy and I are back right here I'm Busted Open. Hey
1: everyone, this is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on SiriusXM. Each week I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app and Apple Podcasts.
0: Welcome back to Busted Open. Dave LaGreca, Tommy Dreamer, talking about the top stories in pro wrestling in 2020, Tommy. And you mentioned before, different. And we definitely saw a different Roman Reigns, Tommy, in 2020.
1: And what a Roman Reigns we're seeing when he came back. The turning of Roman Reigns was something that, you know, people had talked about it forever, just being like, this guy's not over this. And you were wrong. You were wrong, wrong, wrong. He was over as a baby face because if you saw the reactions that he was getting, and we work for those reactions. When he came back, there's been a different Roman Reigns. The addition of Paul Heyman, um, who is a great advocate for him and told his story. And then Roman with the mic, telling his story, Roman's scowl, Roman's body, but Roman's in-ring work, his psychology, everything that he has is proven why he was a top guy, proven why WWE saw everything in him. And you and I always talk about, we appreciate people more when, I don't want to say they're no longer here, but look at John Cena. For years, people talked about John Cena when John Cena finally left, you appreciated John Cena, the same with Randy Orton, another guy who's been MVP level for carrying uh, both brands for a long time, especially this year, going out and working the way he does. always oh, telling the stories, but for ever people were like, Oh, Randy Orton, enough of Randy Orton, but no, You'll appreciate what you have when he decides to hang up his boots. But with Roman Reigns, we have seen an intense Roman Reigns. The story, he, he I haven't seen something to this level with Roman Reigns, and I'm going to praise him and give him the highest compliment I can. There's, I'm very, very good, and I've done this my entire career. I will elevate you and you will start to become a higher talent. I did it in ECW, and you moved on to bigger and better things. There's only been in a lot that I've seen in professional wrestling, two people that are main eventers and have stayed at that main event level as well as elevating everybody around them. The first was the nature boy, Ric Flair, because he would go out one night and make – Sting, Lex Luger, Dusty Rose, Nikita Koloff, Ricky Morton, you believe that any any moment these guys could become the champion. I use the reference uh, with Don Callis. He would go out there and wrestle Bulldog Bob Brown, who looked like he was 70, and you would think that Bulldog Bob Brown's going to be the next champion. He elevated everybody to look like they are main eventers, and some were. And some weren't because he'd even have good matches with enhancement talent. The other guy was Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho does that, where he elevates people while keeping himself as a main event player and gets people to the main event. And Roman Reigns is that guy now, too. Roman Reigns does it with everybody. He's been doing it for quite some time, but now as a heel, it's just been something different. The fact with his feud with Jay Uso, there were that was one of those times I was like, they may put it on Jay, where it's unpredictable what they're doing. His match he recently had the steel cage against Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens been in the WWE for so long, it helped make Kevin Owens coming off a pay per view match, where you actually were like, God, Kevin Owens is like the next Mick Foley those guys have that talent and roman reigns has that talent
0: there's no doubt about it and you know we never thought we would see it you and i've been high on roman for such a long time you know we had a long conversation you and i uh coming off the heels of wrestlemania 34 in new orleans where a lot of people left during that main event between roman and brock lesnar and for those people that did you missed one hell of a main event if you were able to accept roman he could have been one of the biggest baby faces. And he and and for his time he was in the WWE. He makes the comeback, you know, fought leukemia come back to be a part of WrestleMania 35 at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. And then now we're seeing this character change with him. Paul Heyman, a big help, there's no doubt about it. But Roman has been absolutely phenomenal to the point where somebody like Paul Heyman, he's in the background, man. He's in the back. Because Roman is that good and we're seeing some of the best wrestling we've seen from him. I love the heel character. I love the fact that he's been able to manipulate Jay Uso. Um, I, it shows a different side of him. And I think this has been the year of Roman. you know, he has dominated that show SmackDown, which to me is the flagship show of the WWE right now. And I'm glad now he has that championship gold and people aren't bitching about it. It, it. it it took this character change, but whatever it was, fans finally appreciate Roman Reigns right now, Tommy.
1: Dave, if you think about it, for fans to accept Roman Reigns, he literally got cancer <laughs> and everyone stopped hating the poor guy and never thought we we're going to see him. He comes back. It's the greatest feel good story. This guy has kicked cancer's butt he's back i said it on this show he's a bona fide baby face for the rest of his life why because how are you gonna boo the guy who fought cancer literally how you do that how do you do that if you say hey you suck and then someone just turns and be like uh that guy had cancer oh i'm sorry because cancer is such a bad word. Because it's such a bad thing. And for that to be taken to the next level, because what happens from here, not in this year, not maybe 2022, he's going to be so good at being bad, the wrestling fans start liking. Then he will spear the crap out of Paul Heyman if he'll ever take a bump. But <laughs> you also think about stuff that we grew up on. Did Rick Rude need a manager? Did Kurt Henning need a manager? Did Ric Flair need a manager? No, because they all could talk. Because back when we grew up, the majority of wrestlers could talk. But their manager added to them. I wish I saw a little bit more um, interference by Paul Heyman when he realizes that the title's on the line. That's why they also have Jay Uso. Jay Uso got involved in that steel cage match yep. and think of what we're also kind of witnessing. Cause at times when I look at it and I know this was Paul Heyman's first opportunity in WWE, cause he told me he was supposed to replace Bobby Heenan. And this is a story for Paul to tell, not for me, but then he was just hanging around and started doing this ECW thing. I remember all these stories, but he has a stable. He has a stable, which is what we grew up on. And and there's more to be added if he wanted, but he has guys that can work and a, a franchise player in Roman Reigns and, and wow, like came back and hasn't missed a beat,
0: you know, and somebody uh, like Roman major superstar MVP performances, somebody, you know, early on in 2020, as we entered this year, was probably the biggest superstar in the WWE, and that was Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch, you know, as we know, with Seth Rollins, another major superstar in the WWE, and, you know, Becky Lynch had to step aside her pregnancy, having a beautiful child that they did uh, before 2020 closed out. But Becky Lynch stepping aside uh, at the early stages of this pandemic uh, was a big story because. She did that at the height of her career. And obviously, congratulations to to Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. But uh, who knows when she'll be making her return. But that was definitely a major story, Tommy, in 2020.
1: If you think about it, here's a woman who main evented WrestleMania, set the stage. And when you talk about it, she was the biggest star in the industry. There was no hotter than Becky Lynch and for her to walk away because uh, she's pregnant. Hopefully one day we'll see her back in a ring. Uh, If she chooses not to cool and she just wants to be a mom, that's cool too. But hopefully we get to see her back. Just again, just to say either I'm back or goodbye. And I want to thank everybody. Here's my kid. Yay. Go off on the sunset. But yes, you think, Uh, And we always talk about the business, man. Uh, If I use the analogy for the first time in I don't know how many years, the New England Patriots are no longer in the playoffs. You know why? Because their franchise player, Tom Brady, took his ball and went somewhere else. And for a long time, they were in the Super Bowl, in the mix. They're not. They now have to rebuild. WWE doesn't miss a beat. WWE doesn't skip a beat. And that's the beauty of professional wrestling. You can't, they lose their top act and someone else has to step up because we've now seen Sasha Banks. We've seen Bailey and think about this. Charlotte left as well. So you have Enron DeRousey. So your main event of WrestleMania from a year before is gone from your company. And did that, did that affect things? Nope. So it's cool because then you see the emergence of other people and every woman has stepped up. If I'm looking at the WWE, I have all these players. Like even we talked about an amazing performance by Carmella. Like, wow, I got something in her. You, you have a lot of, if this is chess, Bully and I always talk about there's political chess, but there's, there's chess pieces to be played with your players. And this is, you know, just like in sports. Hey, I have these chips and I'm going forward now with these chips because you know why the chips that are there, they're no longer here or the chips that I have are getting older. So I got to start doing stuff with my new, my younger people. That's, that's the business.
0: And it's a great point by you because, you know, we knew the talents of Bailey and Sasha, Sasha Banks, obviously a big 2020 Bailey, who, you know, a lot of people, and myself included, not big fans of her heel run, really, I think dominated in 2020 as a part of SmackDown and her feud with Sasha Banks. Just, you know, even before that feud, the teaming of her and Sasha really helped Bailey and really solidified that heel character. And we saw her emergence very, very strong in 2020. And Tommy, that, that is true. Think about that. At WrestleMania 35, you know, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, for the most part, we didn't see any of those major players in 2020. And the women's division in the WWE did not skip a beat. That tells you how talented that women's roster is in the WWE, Tommy.
1: Yep. And listen, NXT, same thing. Yeah. It's been a stronghold for NXT. And it will continue. And when 2021, when some of these women get called up, hopefully um, the system gets replenished. That's what that system is all about. But they they're doing a great job with the women's division. They really, really are. And a lot of people uh, always want to rip it up uh, or just it's cool to rip up the WWE. But if you, I'm looking forward to the future. They got a lot of cool options. And when you're an owner of a company, it's cool to have options. Hell, we had Tony Khan on and I looked at his roster and when he was here to promote his own show and I was like, dude, you could literally do this for like a two night spectacular because there's so many people not on this pay-per-view. And he was like, yeah, you're right. And as an owner, that's great to have.
0: And Tommy, um, when we talk about the biggest stories of 2020, unfortunately, we got to talk about the losses. And we lost a lot of legends, and we'll talk about them in memoriam when Tommy and I are back right here on Busted Open.
1: Hi, this is Adam Shine. The Adam Shine Podcast is back for another football season. I'll give you my passionate, hard hitting takes every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest Biggest guests in all the sports celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine Podcast with new episodes dropping on Tuesdays. You can listen to the podcast anytime with the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora,
0: and with Stitcher. Back here on Busted Open, Dave Lagreca, Tommy Dreamer, talking about the biggest stories of two thousand and twenty. Tommy, and unfortunately, and it seems that uh, you always do this when you talk about a year-end show. We have to talk about the people we lost this year, and you I mean you talk the the word "loss" is used a lot in reference to two thousand and twenty. Tommy, the loss the loss of income the loss of jobs the loss of life that we've had happen during this pandemic and you know when you look at the world of pro wrestling there was a lot of loss a lot of legends that we lost in 2020 in the world of pro wrestling and so many Tommy and and I you know it's it's always difficult to talk about this because you know it, when when I look at the eleven years that Busted Open has been on the air, we've done so many tribute shows, and it just seems like 2020. Just so many legends we lost. Tommy, think about it. Like minutes before we went on the air, you know, hearing about the the passing of Road Warrior Animal. Just just minutes before uh, we went on the air, um, ten minutes into our show, we learn about the passing of Pat Patterson. Um, a few weeks after he was a guest with us on Busted Open, we learned about the 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 passing uh, of Rocky Johnson. Uh, just so many legends that we lost. I mean, obviously, just recently uh, with Danny Hodge on Christmas Day. I mean, the untimely passing of Brody Lee at the age of forty one. We lost so many wrestlers in two thousand and twenty. Tommy,
1: it was uh, a hard year. Um, so many people's lives have been affected, uh, and you can't just blame 2020, and you can't just blame COVID. It that's called life, and we get all this news instantly. Um, and we don't know things. I remember the uncertainty with Shad Gaspard.
0: Uh, oh my gosh, and- tragic
1: where we're waiting for good news and then we find out the worst news. There, there is no silver lining to death. There's no feeling better because Danny Hodge passed away. If you tell that to Danny Hodge's family, as opposed to someone else's family for me, and I understand, um, The, it sucks. We've all been around it. We're all going to be, we're all going to pass away. For me, I live by the motto of, for a lot of men and women, they lived their dream as well as they'd want us to, I said it with Shad, like Shad would be the first person to try to cheer us up. And I experienced it at a young, young age in the sense of before wrestling, I experienced it where a friend of mine got uh, run over on his big wheel and I was, you know, his family was there and it was crushed and he was my best friend. And it was, as a kid, I didn't understand it. And I really haven't thought about it until we're doing this show. But when you're that young, yes, you want to, it's easier to forget. But for me, now that I'm getting older, one, you realize your own mortality. And two, like you have children. You don't want them to go through that. For I feel I mourn their death, but I celebrate their life. And for a lot of these talents that we have talked about, they would be happy in the sense, like Shad, Shad literally save my son. That was his dying wish. The biggest hero moment you could ever think of. I'm, it's me or him. Save him. So his last request was honored. Wish it did not happen, but that's the type of real hero he was. Um, it. it we can't. We. we none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. So you have to live for today. And for everyone who's been in wrestling, we all know that the show must go on. And we understand that. We It's been ingrained in us since our our training in the business. You know, so it we had a great show by AEW and a tribute to him and his family. The silver lining is that his sons will be taken care of, you know, Tony Khan has signed his son to a contract as a father. And, and I'm sure, you know, Dave, you share, you share the same sentiments you'd want your family to be taken care of over yourself. So for me, it's, that's how I have to go on. And yes, like, you know, an outpour of, you know, support with helping heal as well as, you know, not only financially, but telling the stories and sharing pictures. It sucks that it takes a tragedy to get people to be united. But with like Brody Lee, um, everybody has been sharing pictures. Everybody like companies have been sharing uh, social media, but people just telling great stories because that helps you heal. I learned it and I, I say it all the time. I learned it from Vince McMahon after 9-11 where my city, my my hometown was attacked and, and wrestling was the first live event to take place in the history of whatever, first public gathering, professional wrestling. And Vince McMahon said, it's our job to help people heal and put smiles on people's faces. And I take that to heart every time I do these things. Well, I was a wreck on this show. Where I apologized, like, and you're like, "Day, uh, Tommy, absolutely." When Road Warrior Animal passed, because I I was friends with the guy, and like to know how much he loved his family, and just to be like, you know, taken away from us. But like, I also watched my own father die, and when my father, I was okay when he took his last breath. I was there, and it was un, It was he was no longer suffering but it still doesn't hurt. And I don't not think about him every day. It's, we all deal with death differently, but you have to keep on living or else you're dying too. And whoever has passed away would want you to live and want the show to continue.
0: I agree, Tommy. And, uh, you know, we we're, we've all suffered loss. um, And and I it's it's certain incidents that happen, especially when you start reaching a certain age, when you start thinking about your own mortality and you start thinking about your family and how how will my significant other move on? How will my children move on? And you just mentioned, uh, you know, Brody Lane, you mentioned about what they how what a special job they did last night on AEW Dynamite with his son, you know, booking the show last night uh for AEW and and them making him a part of their family now moving forward um they, you know that that's a, a a nice bright light to come out of the the major loss that that we have seen and and again all the all the legends you know Tracy Smothers that you know who passed away you know uh just before we went on the air Kamala there's just, just so many and you know and it's hard you know I, I don't want to just list because I don't want to leave anybody out because nobody's more important than anybody else loss is loss and like you said whether it's you know somebody who's 88 years old that we saw in that loss on Christmas day or at the age of 41 uh, it's still a loss not just to the pro wrestling community but to that to that family as well but the loss, uh, at the age of 41 was 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 a tough one to swallow. John Uber, Brody Lee, Luke Harper, and the WWE.
1: Hey, everyone. This is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performance. Performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts.
0: Tommy, obviously uh, a crazy year, 2020, uh, unlike any year that we have ever seen. As you mentioned earlier on in the show, the world of pro wrestling never stopped. Uh, uh, a lot of lows, some highs as well, but I'm so glad and thankful for you, uh, for Bully, for Mark Henry and of course the busted open nation that has always been loyal and has always shown uh, the support. And, and I enjoyed just delivering this, you know, this show to them throughout 2020.
1: Absolutely. It's something to look forward to. And it's, uh, it's our job, yours, bully Mark, um, and the nation to lift each other up. There's uh, an expression that a lot of people say, and because of social media, I saw something. Five years ago, I wrestled in the Madison Square Garden with Bully, Devon, Rhino, uh, and the Wyatts. And it was on December 26th, which is Luke Harper, Brody, Brody Lee, the day he passed away. And I was like, wow, that was five years ago. And there's this expression, where do you see yourself in five years? If you were 15 years old, you're now 20. No one saw us where we are today. If you were 16, you're 21. I'm sure you didn't want to celebrate your 21st birthday in this world. What I'm trying to say is you guys and girls, um, you can make a difference in our world, as well as where do you see yourself in five years? Um, I know we'll be out of this pandemic. Uh, Will you make the world better? Tracy Smothers always would say when he'd come back through the match, he would talk about it and he'd be like, "And I, you know what I mean, man? Um, I'm just one guy. I can't change the world. And then I looked when he passed and I saw everybody talking about him, how he helped people and how he did this and how he did that. And I said to myself, one man really did change the world. And I'm not talking politicians. I'm just talking about your own self. I know what I'm going to do in 2021. And I'm moving 100% forward to that because I'm going to be 50. And I relied my entire life on professional wrestling and I put off other goals that I want to do. And I know in five years, I'm going to look back and hopefully I'm still going to be around and I'm going to say I accomplished a lot more in my next five years than I did in these past five years. And I accomplished a lot. So I hope you take that uh, into consideration. I love doing this show and I love listening to the wrestling fans. Um, I love your passion and I've been you since I'm nine years old and I'm still you. And I just want to say thank you. And I look forward to doing the show with Dave. I look forward to making him angry and crazy and laugh with him and cry with him. And I look forward to a better 2021 for everyone.
0: Yeah. And I want to thank you, Tommy, uh, for everything. You know, you're my brother from another mother. I want to thank uh bully, uh, obviously for all his contributions on this show this year. Uh Mark Henry, You know, and he's been absolutely phenomenal. And I know this is a dream come true for him. This is something he's always wanted to do, so I appreciate him. Um, Alex Metz, who was our producer at the beginning of 2020, I want to give a very special thanks to him, even though um, he's gone over to the the palatial WWE castle down uh, Route 94 uh, in Connecticut. In Stanford, we thank him for all his contributions to this show. Ed Robinson, our new producer, has done an absolutely phenomenal job. And we, we thank him for being a part of our family, which he is now. Gabby, we thank her uh, for being the first lady of Busted Open. And she has done a phenomenal job during a very, very tough period uh, during this pandemic. Guns, uh, who does a great job on Saturdays. Ryan McKinnell, who does a great job on Saturdays. Andre who does a great job uh, on the board for us. Uh, Mother Marissa, who has done a great job navigating through our craziness. Uh, Steve Cohen and Eric Spitz for giving us the opportunity to be on the air. And, of course, uh, first and foremost, the Busted Open Nation, uh, we thank you. We thank you for your loyalty. We thank you for your support. And we really look forward to some better days in 2021, everybody have a wonderful, happy new year. Celebrate to the fullest tonight. And we'll talk to you later in 2021 right here on Busted Open.
1: Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation, Channel 156, the Busted Open Podcast.